Welcome to YNS Live with NFL Thread. This is Juliette Hahn. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Cynthia Zordich. We are bringing you back to Canton, Ohio for the NFL Hall of Fame. Cynthia, can you give the listeners a little snippet of what they're going to be hearing in the next few episodes? Yes, uh, truly a behind-the-scenes look at the Hall of Fame. Um, a take from the players' wives and spouses, the players themselves, the sponsors, volunteers. We had the honor to really sit down and really talk about what it means to them, um, what an honor it is for them, and how exciting that weekend is. It's a weekend actually never to miss. So enjoy. Whether it's been a job, you know, or something that I picked up or volunteering has led me to where I am today. And I just love my job. I say it every day. I love my job. I feel like just bringing the family unit back together is what's important. And I know because there's been a lot of separation a little bit over the years. And I think bringing everybody, making everyone feel important and included and, and building the village and, ex, you know, expanding things at the hall and just making, you know, things available for everyone to enjoy as a family. I think is what I'm most excited about. Created live on Fireside. So welcome back to YNS Live with NFL Thread. Cynthia Zordich, my co-host. I am Juliette Hahn. And you got to get close to this mic. <laughs> so She's Italian. She'll be everywhere. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And so when Cynthia met Kelly, she basically was saying how much we were alike. And then when we met each other, we were like, yes, we are. We love it. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you. I would love to know kind of where you grew up and how you got involved in the whole Hall of Fame Awesome. Business, yeah. Well, basically, I'm the third anchor at this point, right? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that takes it. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so this is my third year working the event, um, but usually I get to attend it with my great aunt Joan, and she'll be here today. So I have oh, to have I you guys meet her. But um, looking forward to it returning as a lunch format, because last year it was a single runway. We had the double class of enshrinees, and this year we have the stage in the center again. So you're going to love it. You're going to die. It's so great. And um, back to the lunch, we have new pop-up markets outside. Right, we can see and, them all over yes, here. Yes, everybody's that, shopping. All the people that are out there. And the mimosas. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am handling marketing and communications for the event and then other jobs as assigned. So fun things like bringing in the podcast and yes. kind of putting forward um, different special guests that we have attending is really exciting. And thank you guys for being here. We're this so is just, here. we're just so happy to tell everybody's story because there's so much, the one thing that connects this is passion. Everybody's just yes. so about it. Like, you know, just whether you're moving back home to Canton and fell in love with Canton all over again, or you've been with Hall of Fame forever. And I just feel like we're just been talking to people that love this area and love what you guys are doing. Well, and I'm originally from Cleveland and it's easy to have, you know, these deep roots in Cleveland. It's where the Browns are. It's where the in, the Guardians now are. Um, we have the lake, just some cool built-in features. And when I moved to Canton at the end of my high school years, everybody has a really strong affinity to their high school and high school football here. Right, right. And so it's a natural tie that we also are home to the Hall of Fame. And so really, you know, taking that and taking advantage of it because that's what we're known for. Canton, Ohio is the Hall of Fame city. And so events like not only, you know, the fashion show, but Enshrinement Week. Right. And the fashion show, this event specifically is just a fun one because like we talked, it's just different than any other event this week. And um, it's not all football focused. And so it's 
one of those easy ones you can jump in. And if this is the only enshrinement event you ever come to, great. If this is your gateway to the rest of the enshrinement events, whether you went to the Hall of Fame game last night or you're going to the enshrinement tomorrow, um, it's just an easy one to get involved in. And what we find is women make this event a tradition. So we that. have girls that came with their moms who are now bringing their kids. Yes. You know, and so it's just, it's really cool way for you to make a tradition out of the whole week and starting right. with this event. Exactly. Right. We say um, for the Super Bowl, you know, we do a fashion show. Yeah. We say, I'm, I'm always like, there is so much for a girl to do at the Super Bowl. And we all just started saying that because we would go, it's not just about that game. It's no. about everything that goes around it. And That's I think right. the same holds true for the Hall of Fame. And I am going to be telling everybody that I know about this because I feel like it is it is a homecoming for so many players. For you know, The Hall of Fame players that come, they come every year. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk to Sharice Brown, for instance. This is a reunion for them. Right. And it's an elite group. Absolutely. This year alone, we have more than a hundred returning Hall of Famers. I mean, out of this year, I believe, okay, don't quote me, 362, I believe the 2022 class makes. Wow. That's only 362 people part of this club. And for 100 of those, and we have wives returning whose husbands have passed away and they continue to return year after year. And that just shows how important this event is to not only our community in Canton, but how they've really made this a second home. They come every year and, you know, our businesses, we sweep off the doorsteps and greet everybody with a smile. And it's really Canton's time to, you know, it's a point of pride for us and we get to put our best foot forward. So yeah, I have to say, I would tell every single current player and spouse to start making that a something that they do with their kids. Right. I agree. I feel like because you no, know, really, truly, you are meeting the the men and women and children because you know, they all come, and you're meeting them in a relaxed. It's very relaxed and it's very like warm, and you're getting to talk. You're yeah. actually having conversations. Networking. Like, with the rain happened last night. You wouldn't even have known it, no. that there was a delay because everybody just took it as an opportunity to hang out underneath and talk and talk. It was like being at a party, right? You know, and it was what wasn't it wonderful? It was. It, well, it was. It was the energy and the love, as you said, and so many people from players to fans. I mean, that was what was really cool because I was like, okay, everyone's kind of together under this rain. Um, And we had media passes and we kind of were we were going back back and forth. But it was the energy and you could feel the love and the pride. I love that. And I thought that was so cool. And there's just so much at that intersection. It's, you know, kicking off the NFL season. It's celebrating the class of Enshrinees. It's welcoming home, you know, the, the previous uh, Hall of Famers and their families and their right. children. Right. It, it's it's just really special. It is. Yeah. It, but it's, but- how many people will be here today? 3,000? So we have the fashion show. There will be over 2,000 for the fashion show and then another couple thousand come. Um, so t- obviously the crowd switches over. We move everything around. About 4,000 for the gold jacket dinner tonight. Yes. And then right. we do it all over again Sunday for the Enshrinees Roundtable. And that's really that event where they sit um, intimate and they kind of just share stories. You know, the hustle stories. and bustle from the weekend is over and they're all facing each other, you know, sit, seated in those comfortable chairs around and that's a special one. And for that one, I would almost equate it like guys and their sons and they make that their tradition, their family oh, tradition. So and, special. Yeah. So the sons are hearing the stories. He's watching your dad with his peers talking mm-hmm. about the game mm-hmm. and talking about the locker room. It's, yep. A lot of guys don't really come home and talk about all that, all that, especially when they're done. So for this next generations to be like privy to that, I think is just really incredible. We always say it's the peak behind the curtain, that yeah. event, well, and, you know, and, and that's, I mean, and that's really what this podcast is about. It's the peak yeah. behind the curtain yeah. and yeah. it's not, you know, it's, 
It's what, there's so many things that go into it. I mean, I didn't realize that the fashion show has been going on that long here in Ohio. And it's it's one of the inaugural events. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you, I got contacted on Facebook this year by a 101 year old woman, B McPherson. She is 107 months now, (laughs) 107 months. I say a hundred and a half. She was the first (laughs) style show chairwoman. And so I was like, I need to come see you. I went to her house. She lives alone. Um, Beautiful home. She was a female map maiden in World War II and Battle of the Bulge. And her husband was a Marine, went overseas. And she chaired our first fashion show. I know. She said tickets were $3.50. So now they're about a hundred bucks. It was at the Onesto (laughs) Hotel, right downtown Canton, which has since been renovated. It's a gorgeous facility again. Um, And just hearing her story, they had 300 people in attendance. So over, you know, the last 59 years we've had, we're up a hundred or 1,700 people from that. But her stories are just phenomenal. They had the Browns and the Steelers wives were their models for that first year. That's so cool. Uh 1963. I can't believe there wasn't a fight. I know. Well, nowadays there might be, maybe that's why we don't do that anymore. Uh, Logistics. It's become a challenge to get them to all their fittings. It's just in hearing her say the designers and the the downtown department stores that were a part of it. Um, we have her giving a greeting today, this morning, um, just on video. She was coming until yesterday, but um, just with everything going on. And so she'll be giving a greeting. You guys are going to just fall in love with her. Oh, She's my, so, that's so cool. I asked yeah. her if she gets Botox and she does not. So <laughs> she's Syrian. She blames genetics on how great she looks. Oh, I know. She's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, yes. my gosh. So, so special. But yeah, hearing those stories and I mean, from the first and hearing her pride of being involved in the first fashion show to now and being able to see what it's become. Right. She's, you know, we've done her justice. We've done her proud. Well, so. And that's, and as you said, because you said it a couple times and this is what our podcast is about it's about the stories because yeah. you connect when you hear someone's story whether they have a good story or a bad story you connect in a deeper level you connect 100%. in a different yeah. way and it's it is so wonderful when you do you hear the person get excited about it. like you can see the things that you're excited uh-huh. about and the <laughs> things that your energy raises and those are the things that fascinate me and that's what my brain starts going so I do have to ask like how did you get involved in this like did you study for it was it one of these things that it just kind of happened or or were you in the right place at the right time? Did you work for it? Because there's people out there who are going to be like, I want to get involved. How do involved. you do it? How did you get your job? If you can give us a little bit of that. Gosh, honestly, I feel like every, whether it's been a job, you know, or something that I picked up or volunteering has led me to where I am today. And I just love my job. I say it every day. I love my job. Um, yeah, I did go to school for communications, but um, <laughs> spent, some <laughs> <Me time too. laughs> yeah. spent some time doing special events. But I always knew I, I, I don't want to be the event planner. It's just not... I'm missing an action at any given point, you know, Um, but the communications piece and the relationships piece is really where I thrive. And that's me too. That's why we're like in your sphere. So you said that. Being able, so even in your position here, being able to put other people in this seat and share their stories, love that. That's why if you could sense, I was almost like, okay, wait, like there's more people I want to put forward before me sitting down, you know? Right, right, Um, But yeah, I love it. I love getting to watch other people execute the events and I would love to, you know, bring the event managers on here and they're running around like crazy, but, and then and celebrating stories and just all of that kind of Mm -hmm. in one. Um, We put on this event at the Canton Regional Chamber. And so we're focused on the business community and businesses and kind of economic development of vibrant community. Right. So it's more than the fashion show. Um, It's really the fashion show is a piece of our vibrant community and all of that kind of at the end of the day, 
completes the mission of not only the chamber, but the hall and celebrating excellence and honoring the heroes of the game. And it all kind of, you know, funnels up together. And I just get to do the fun part and share those stories. Right, and, which is so great. And yeah, bring people together. So Right. It seems like that, you know, coming in and, you know, coming in, this is your second year? This is my third year in an official capacity. But, you know, how did I get involved? I was a volunteer at one point. I um, met the woman who used to produce the fashion show and helped her just staff the models at one point. I don't even know. There's so many crosshairs throughout. But, but it's about networking. It's about networking, networking 100%. And it comes out every time we have conversations like this. It mm-hmm. really is about networking. But networking by being curious. Ask Creating questions. those relationships. Asking questions. Right. I mean, the second Cynthia reached out, instead of being like, oh, another media, it's like, you could tell you're curious and you care about the event and it's we like, really okay, do. let's pull in. And right. so this has just been really special to have you guys here. I do. Well, we I thank feel, you. Yeah, I feel that um, to me, I can feel that when you are, you're just so open to like, how can I help this grow? How can I help everybody grow? How can yeah. we expand this? And so I feel At like the end of the day, a rising tide raises all ships. And so we're all here to kind of elevate it and that happens naturally. So That's beautiful. And let's talk about two little girls. Oh, yes. I got two little girls, an eight-month-old Blake and a three-year-old Veda. And I love so, those names. I know. I know. Sweet. Oh, they're so they're so darling. Um, I would bring them, but they're a little crazy right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, we're just really enjoying our time with them and getting them involved. They'll be at the parade tomorrow. So oh, we've got the parade so at nice. 8 a.m., followed by enshrinement at noon. I don't know how that's going to happen, but it's going to happen. It okay. always does. Yes, it always it does. It always does. Right. Um, so, yeah, I try to get them involved where they can. And, and I brought my little niece. She filmed a volunteer video for us. And it's just kind of pulling in the family. And then one day they'll be like, yeah, I was involved at three years old. You right. know, right. That's exactly what I wanted to say earlier. Um, it seems like if you throw yourself in just because you want to help and you want to pitch in, it seems like that's when it leads to things. That Absolutely. Yes. I think the returns are there sometimes. through networking. Yeah. I would say it's a long game, too, with networking. Right. You know, you're not going to leave a meeting or an event and be like, Okay, check. I got what I needed out of that because that's not the point of it. And if you think that, it's a it's a terrible strategy. Totally um, right. Yes. Right. And even using the word strategy is terrible. Networking <laughs> is not about really getting anything out. It's how can I help you, right. and in return you get that. Exactly. So sometimes you don't see it until a few years later, but or even it, sometimes twenty years down twenty the, years down, down the road. I, I can't imagine the people you're running into that maybe right. you you know those seeds were planted years ago. Yes. So I used to get crazy when somebody would say, "Oh, you know, that's a good person to know." I used to get so. I almost want to have a discussion about it, about right. how much it offended me. Right. No, that's a that's a person you'll be blessed to know. That's a person you'll be lucky to know. Oh, I love know that. Them. Yeah. Right. You know, really know them, not get something from them. I love that. So I just feel like that right. needs to be eliminated from all conversations. It does. You know? Well, and you brought such a good point because that's what people, if, if people get held back from fear, you know, they get held back from fear, but they also get held back because they don't know what to do. They don't want to ask questions because they feel stupid. And there's no really stupid question when or you're they talking. Feel like they don't belong in that conversation right. or something like that. And, and it's right. so wrong. So anyone that's listening out there, that's what you have to do. You have to ask questions. You have to, you know, if you are talking to, I mean, I literally, I, I mean, if, if my kids could take anything that I teach them, it is about asking questions, but listening, right? Yes. So if you're, if you're talking to someone and they say something that you're interested in, so like anyone that's listening right now and what you do interest them, 
don't just sit there. Don't stuff it and be like, oh, I have no business. Explore it. Start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Go out and see, how can I do it? Yeah. <laughs> Facebook me like B. McPherson did. <laughs> yeah, totally. But also like Google. People don't yeah. think about all the different things that you can do. If you have a dream or a passion, you have to go for it. You can't let fear or, oh, I don't know, or your family situation or traumas or anything. You can't let that define mm-hmm. you. You have to take you and do what's best for you and really go mm-hmm. out there and, and, and slay it. If you don't ask the answers, no. And what That's, the, I've said that twice this weekend. Now I, I love don't know it. Why. Yeah, good. I like it's that. so true. Though but yeah, I love it. If, imagine if you guys didn't ask. You know, That's we would right. never know. We wouldn't be here today. I know. I'm so glad. I love I'm so it. Happy to be here. This is just so fun. So great people. So thank you for yeah, opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Thank. And where can people find you though? So do you live um, on Facebook the most, or LinkedIn, or LinkedIn? Kelly Piro, um, CantonChamber.org. You can find all of our staff. Not only our Enshrinement Festival team, but the rest of the Canton Chamber staff. So if if you're coming to Canton for the first time, it's a great first stop. Reach out to the chamber. Um, we'd love to. We're kind of in that connector role. So if you're looking for a business, place to right. stay, you know, whether it's the tourism side or interested in the hall, we can connect you to those people. So you'll find us there. CantonChamber.org. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining YNS Live with NFL Thread. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love that we're alike. And I love that that Cynthia. So, no, I know. We got the energy. And I wore my hair like that yesterday, but. <laughs> Oh, I can't wear mine that way because it will be like that. I, it will be soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thank you thank so you. much. Yes. All right, guys. So this is what's so fun is bringing you behind the scenes. That's what we're here for. That's what we're doing. We're bringing you the behind the scenes of things that you maybe don't know about and things that you can get involved with. You might have a niece, cousin, neighbor, sister, brother, someone that has always been fascinated with communications or they're going into college and you don't, they don't know what to do. Here are things that you can do. These are things that Kelly just gave you some really good ideas. Reach out to people, talk to people, ask questions. Um, you know, it's look and how cool these guys and help out. Like I think when people jump the intern. in and help out, I mean that's twice now that somebody has said, "Well, I just kind of wanted to help out," and then I ended up being really a significant part of it. You know, just because you can recognize when somebody is just well, you're only going to help out if you're interested. Right. So don't be shy. To, don't be shy to, to jump in. And and, help. and really, anyone can use an intern, right? So oh, if yeah. you have the time, you might. Not be getting paid, but you're getting the experience. And when you get that experience, that is, I mean, sometimes that's better than, you know, other things that you're doing because you're learning. You're also figuring out what I always say is sometimes it's better to know what you don't want to do. That's right. Before you know what to do. So you have to try everything. You have to go out there and really explore. Um, and it's important, right? It's true. I mean, we've all had things that we do that we look back on and, you know, somehow, some way, even the things that are disappointing, like I had a couple things that I was really excited about that didn't happen. But my goodness, the phone rang a couple months later and it was a different opportunity. Right. And it was like, I had been angry or like broken ties because I was frustrated. Right. Then that phone call would not have happened. So when things don't happen, you don't take it personally. You just say, okay, that didn't happen, but it, I learned something from it. Right. And then you just go on to the next. Because you really do learn something from yeah. every experience. Exactly. That's yes. True. Exactly. So how are you? I'm great. How are you ladies? What, welcome to YNS Live with NFL Thread. Can you Thank introduce you. yourself, please? Uh, my name is Sarah Porter. I am married to Jim Porter, the new Hall of Fame president. Oh, how fun. Right. So we were, I actually am so excited because everyone kept saying, you have, you have to get Sarah on, you have to get Sarah on. Oh, here I am. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's just, it's just incredible, the energy that is here with Jimmy Porter, you know, with your husband and with you and what you guys are doing. Thank you. Is that Jim Porter? Yes, Jim Porter, Jim Porter. correct. I yep. Jimmy. My dad yep. was Jimmy, so I have a bad Well, he goes by Jimmy in the football world. Oh. So. <laughs> 
he was the coach for years, and so Jimmy's definitely in some of the people's, you know, vocabulary for him. Yeah. So everybody that knows him as a coach knows him as Jimmy. Jimmy, correct. Oh, yeah. see, you knew it. Yeah. You, did. you definitely <laughs> felt that. I love that. Where did he coach here? So um, when he was 18 years old, he um, coached, started coaching at Glen Oak High School. Okay. Um, um, and of course, his name's gonna skip my memory right now. But he was a pretty—he he coached for Iowa State. Um, oh, yeah. I can't think of his name, but he was pretty famous back then. And then he came to Glen Oak and um, coached there. So Jim coached for years with him, and then Jim coached little league and um, track and basketball and all the things. So yeah. But, um, so, but, so Jim was born and raised near here. Yes. And you were born and raised about. And 45 minutes north of here. Yeah, but I've been working in Canton since I was 19. So uh, there used to be a jewelry store called John Gosser and Sun Jewelers. It was right downtown. And I worked there since I was 19 to like 21. And then I started working at the newspaper is where I met Jim because Jim was at the newspaper. So yeah. were you covering a story on No, no, no. I worked with the newspaper carriers. So, you know, tossing papers, you know, throwing them on people's, you know, doorsteps or in the driveway or wherever they preferred. So that's where I started with, I, I worked with the carriers and sometimes I would have to deliver the newspaper routes. So, <laughs> right. So, so I would love to know, I, I'm a curious person and okay. I love stories and I, and we're going to say this and they're going to hear me say this, what a thousand times, yep. but stories connect, right? Yes. Stories connect to people. You hear someone's story, whether it's a good story or a bad story or an unfortunate story, I wouldn't say bad story, but you know, a, a sorrowful story yes. and you connect. So what is some of your favorite things about your new position as you know Jim's wife in this in this in this position okay. in this yeah in this um, Hall of Fame village. So I don't know if you've heard of the love languages. Yes. But I'm a very servient person. Um, so service is one of my favorite love languages and also just people and spending time. So I just I don't know, I guess I'm a natural like I wanna be around people. I wanna if you need a drink, you know, there was someone last night who was like, Hey, can you go get me a water to her daughter and her she's like, I'm watching the game, mom and I like, You want a water? Like I'll go get it for you. <laughs> So I just, I don't know, I guess it just feels natural to me to right. be, you know, in this position. Well, and that's, I love that because, yeah. again, every person that has come on, and this is why I love today, doing these events, we yeah. were at the Super Bowl doing the luncheon and then the fashion show, yeah. and every single person in this community has a service heart. Yes. Every woman, yeah. every man, I mean, everyone has a, working for charity or has done charity work or, you know, has uh, something close or is a servant heart, yeah. and it is so apparent, and I think it's just so interesting interesting that and I believe in God you know yes. they believe in the universe or God but yeah. that God kind of created this world and was like these are the people that need to be in this world because yeah. they I've created them for that and, you know a lot of times the like minds meet and they yeah. and they work together and it is that. it's just so it's so amazing yeah. Yeah. as a partner what is something that you're so excited about there's so many new things happening that the village is incredible and what you guys are bringing yeah the NFL families the way you're offering yeah. NFL families and others. What is, what is something that you're most excited about? I feel like just bringing the family unit back together is what's important. And I know because there's been a lot of separation a little bit over the years. And I think bringing everybody, making everyone feel important and included and, and building the village and, ex, you know, expanding things at the hall and just making, you know, things available for everyone to enjoy as a family, I think is what I'm most excited about. Because I have four girls. We have four girls. So we're always doing things that is family and running around and having other people's kids.
kids and right. so it's just two it's the, beautiful two the girls are in the fashion show two, so let's yeah, talk so about the two youngest show. ones yes. are yes. yes let's talk about the fashion <laughs> show yes. yes so yeah go ahead no. So the two youngest ones, so years ago they did the fashion show as like little bridesmaids or models and then they went through like that awkward period and they're like, mom, we're never doing this again. <laughs> right. And then, you know, last year it was like, maybe we'd like to do the fashion show again. And we're like, all right, we'll find out. We'll ask. Right, so and fun. Yeah. So they needed models. So of course they were like, all right, we'll do it. So and how old yeah. do the girls? So the two youngest are 16 and 19 and then we have a 25 year old and a 28 year old. The 28-year-old just got married, so a very intimate 473 type of wedding. Exactly. Oh, amazing. Amazing. My husband's from Youngstown, and I'm from Pittsburgh. Okay. When when we got married, even back in the day, 250 people was a lot of people at the wedding. Yeah. He had to cut down from 600 people. Yeah. List, so I feel you. <laughs> right. I got it way down. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah, like, it is. Because you want to include everybody, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. That's fun. Well, that's, congratulations. That well, thank you. Yes. I mean, that is such a thing. So, I mean, and it's wonderful, again, to have you here thank sharing you. your story again um, you. and just connecting with people because that's what we're here about, connecting, networking, talking to people. Um, it, where can people find you if they have, you know, I mean, uh, or the Hall, Hall of Fame? Yes. I mean, I, I'm everywhere. I feel like I I work too, so I, but I. Tell us about that as well. Am I allowed? Yes. Oh my God, that's what this is here for. I do full body sugaring for a living. Oh, amazing. You know, it's mostly intimate books. Intimate sugaring, yeah. So I worked actually all the way up until yesterday, till like one o'clock. My husband's like, girl, you gotta, you gotta get involved. This is what we love this. This is what I love. Don't get me in trouble. Oh no, but this is what this is what this podcast yeah. is about. It's about your story. Yes. Yeah. You're here supporting your husband. Yeah. But this is about your story. Right. Right. So Yeah, and get close to that. Yeah. Uh, well, so my most popular service is a Brazilian, of course. Um, but I do, you know, legs, arms, face, everything. So okay. and sugaring is a natural process. And I don't know if you know much about sugaring versus waxing. But no, but I've just learned a yeah. little bit because we had yeah. someone on sugar and bronze. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so please. So, all right, so wax, which I did for years, it ad- it adheres to live skin cells, so you have that like red shaped feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar does not, so it only exfoliates the dead skin cells. So especially for intimate waxing, it's much better, right. a thousand times better. People walk away and they're like, I didn't even realize I had all my hair pulled out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you come see me. Come see me anytime. Yeah. So where can people? Where Where are you? Um, so I'm located off a dress. Road right in Canton by Belden Village. And what's it called? It's called SG Studio 103. So yes, yes, please, yes, yes please, okay. please, please. <laughs> and how did you? What I want to know, but now, so now, how did you get involved? Okay, in that? so yeah. I went to nursing school, and because I want, my mother had passed away, my kids were all in school. I'm like, I need to do something, and because I'm so service oriented, and I wanted to connect with people, I'm like, nursing, this. nursing's the best route for me, right? So I went, and then I was like, okay, 12 hours shifts. I'm not connecting. I'm charting. I'm doing a lot of like, you know, administrative. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. Administrative. I was like, this is not what I want to do. So my one girlfriend's like, go to SD school, go to beauty school. She's like, you, you'll find something that you love. And I'm like, really? Are you sure? And I'm like, I just finished nursing school. I'm trying the nursing thing. She's like, no girl, go to SD school. So I went and I 
fell in love with waxing. And then I learned about sugaring about five years later. And I was like, okay, Lord, I guess this is what you wanted me to do. Just, you know, so that's so amazing. All day long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's a very mentoring too. I really get to know my clients and we talk about all the things, you know, from kids to husbands to their jobs to like, you know, when women turn 45 and their kids are out of school, done with school. And they're like, what am I going to do with my life? I'm like, let's find you something to do. Like one of my favorite clients just went to barber school because I was like, girl, you're fabulous. Like, I think you'd work great with men. Go to barber school. And she's like, I love that. I can't thank you enough because I would have never done this if you wouldn't suggest it. So that's my, like, that's my niche in life. So, right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which is amazing. And that, and that's, that's why this, this podcast, that's what I love because you can hear how excited you just got. Like everyone can be like, oh, this is her passion. This is her passion. Right. This is, and that's what we love it. Talk about all the things. Yes. Well, they said, don't talk about vaginas when you get on the radio. I'm like, okay, I'll try not to, but you got it. I just want everybody to feel comfortable, right? No, it's so. so, Well, you're a girl after my heart because I talk about everything all the time. You don't know what's going to pop out of my mouth. And that's what I said. I said, sometimes I don't have a filter. I don't know that my husband appreciates that part of me, but you know, I'm honest. I, you know, like you want to ask me a question, I'll tell you. Yes. No, I love that. And I love that you encourage people (laughs) to follow passions because that's what we are doing with the podcast. That's what we want people to listen to stories and be like, I'm either stuck in life or my kids are at a different time or I stayed home. What do I do? And listen to stories and get inspired and be like, you know what? I can do it. Why? If they can do it, why can't I do it? So that's what we encourage you guys. Don't be stuck. Yes. Don't get into fear. (laughs) Go and do something. Talk to people because that's the thing. The talking, this is where I, I talk about daydreaming. You know, you talk about meditating, but find the space where you can daydream the life that you want. And when you get something that sparks something where you're interested, follow it, ask questions, network. It is so important. And you're going to hear these stories all throughout the day here about, I mean, I I love that. I love that. I mean, that was so, it's amazing. Share your story because someone might be healed from the pain you went through and females blossom through life. And I think sometimes like we don't understand, like this is, you know, this is where you're blossoming. This is where your life is going to be big again, you know, because we, you know, there's ups and downs in, in a female's life. So, so true. And not enough people talk about it. So yeah. I remember and I always love to share when I can. Um, My dad, you know, things weren't really working out for me at one point. I graduated from college and he was, um, he used to call his daddy all the time, you know, because his grandpa called them grandpa. I guess yeah. know all their names. So yeah. <laughs> so my dad was like, Daddy, listen, it's just not your time to shine. Yeah. You know? And yep. I just was like, you know, okay, yeah, I can go through a moment like this and I can figure it out. But yeah, you're right. not always going to be up. You're not right. always going to be like doing the great things, you know, sometimes you're going to fall. Yeah, I always try to remember that and say that to my kids. It's okay. It's just yeah. your time. That's where you learn too, yeah. right? That's when you fall, 100% is when, you when you learn. learn. Yeah, that's when you learn the most, and that's what yeah. I always say. I don't call it failure. Sometimes I'll say missteps, but those times where you're in the hard times, yeah. you have to look and be like, "What's coming out right. after this?" Right. You have to get right. through it the best that you can, and yeah. then look to the positive because yes. something big, some lesson is in there, and you have yes. to be more aware and more alert, and uh, and do that daydreaming. Yeah, I always think you can find that positive in the negative because. Life's 50-50. You know, you're going to have the good, you're going to have the bad, but yeah. you can, if you can find the good in the bad, the percentages are higher for the good. So, so I love that. I love that. Yes. Oh, oh my so gosh. Thank thing. you. So, oh, this thing. is so fun. Hey, it's velvet oh. in the summer. I don't know. I just, 
just, I just went out. No, I love the colors. Oh my god. It's fashion, right? You can wear anything. Yes. Oh my gosh. So please sign in here and leave your handles, and then and don't forget to get. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. And don't forget to get your little gift bag over there as well. Okay. Thank you so much. Living Libations gave us some wonderful peppermint scrub. Yes. Oh my god. Canadian company story. I mean, they have a story. So wonderful for check them out as well. And you guys don't see what we are seeing right now. We are seeing a group of wonderful, fabulous women sitting and and eating and conversing and um, yeah, getting ready for lunch and having some mimosas. All right, so we'll be back in a second. Yep, YNS Live with NFL Thread. We'll see you guys soon. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 